Baker Podcast Maker, the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy, from recipe favourites to biscuit chat. So, Lara, welcome to the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, so my name is Lara Battagelli. Uh, I'm from Ireland and uh, yeah basically I started my food page Lara's Bites in June of last year so kind of mid-pandemic. I realized I had no hobbies that were um, aside from eating out and drinking out <laughs> and then I was like oh god I have a lot of free time so my boyfriend has been encouraging me for like probably like since we met he was like you should start a page and I was like no 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 and then I just had so much free time he came home from work one evening and was like I bought you a website and I was like all right cool I guess I better uh, he's paid for this now so I better just (laughs) use it and it kind of just took off from there so um so yeah that's a little bit about me I actually have no background in food or anything like that I just my dad is half Indian and half Italian so I kind of just grew up around like food that people weren't well like other Irish people just weren't eating (laughs) so I never realized I suppose how unique that was so I just took for granted like everyone has gnocchi in the evenings or like vindaloo for their dinner um but apparently not so uh so yeah so then I my background's in psychology like I was planning to be like a clinical psychologist and then I just kind of took a turn and moved into um like basically I work for a travel tech company now um, in their safety team. So I literally just did a complete like 180 on my what I thought I was going to do. But this is a nice uh, side mixer. Um, so, yeah, it's always nice to have a little passion project on the go. So that's kind of a little bit about me. Definitely. And if you haven't already checked out Lara's website or her blog, you need to right now because it's amazing. <laughs> and or I without fail every day or every other day I see something I'm like right I'm gonna have to recreate that now (laughs) (laughs) well glad I'm inspiring someone so (laughs) always always okay now for some food questions let's get into it so what did you have for supper last night so Sundays is always like my meal prep for the week so actually you need to work smarter not harder I cook do all my cooking on like a Sunday Monday uh, and then I have all my content built up for the week so I don't need to do anything with them for the rest of the week so last night I made some um induya uh, spicy induya rigatoni pasta so Ooh. it's basically like a creamy tomato sauce so there was like onions garlic basil chopped tomatoes some induya, tablespoon of mascarpone, and then just blended it all together, stirred in my rigatoni and a bit of parmesan, glass of wine. That's what I had. The only thing missing, I wish I had a bit of garlic bread, but uh, we'll we'll have that next Sunday. <laughs> I have meatball pasta tonight, so maybe I'll get some garlic bread for that. That sounds amazing. It was so good. So yeah. good. <laughs> it's already up on the website. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will. Be, you'll see me cooking it later in the week. I'll be like, right. Um, so basically, <laughs> I don't have any original ideas anymore. I just go to your website. <laughs> <laughs> That's no problem with me. <laughs> Tag me. Yeah. Okay. So what was your favorite kind of food while you were growing up? So this is a complete like mishmash because like, obviously dad being like half Indian and half Italian like they're not really two cuisines that you kind of would put together but like honestly growing up like my mom's obviously Irish so I have like 
well, like bacon and cabbage, like some days, like Irish stew. The next day I could be having like lasagna or gnocchi. Um, but then special occasions, like dad always does Indian food. Um, I think he has like a lot of nostalgia for like Indian food. So biryani, onion bhajis, potato masala. Yeah, it could, it could have literally been from any corner of the world where the food I ate growing up, it literally was so varied. But I think that's kind of what made me like maybe come up with combinations of food that maybe necessarily like wouldn't go together and just kind of trying I realize that food is so like something that you can just it's so subjective and you can kind of just pull from it what you like um and I think growing up in a house that didn't have strict food rules or like things that we did and didn't eat um really just kind of helped to be me be like open-minded I suppose with like the things that I that I eat so yeah thankful to my parents for that <laughs> sounds amazing I'd love that, as in all the all the different food choices. Yeah, amazing. That's I know. Like even like my friends used to be. My friends used to be like, "Oh, can we go to your house for dinner?" And I'd be like, "Why? We're only having like gel frazzy," and they were like, "Gel what?" <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "We're having a roast dinner." I'm like, "Oh, I would love that." <laughs> yeah, you always want what you can't have. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what is your current favorite kind of food? At the minute, I'm really loving, um, I'm really loving like tacos. Um, so like I've gotten really good, found this really nice like uh, company in Ireland that make really good corn tortillas. Like I'm not really into like the, not to name and shame, but like the old El Paso ones, I just find them kind of yeah. like stodgy. Whereas I found like really good, like authentic kind of Mexican um, corn tortillas. So now that I found them, I'm like in taco heaven because that used to put me <laughs> off making Mexican food. Um, whereas now I'm flat out making like barbecued, like, you know, chicken thighs and um, shredding up beef. Uh, so, yeah, tacos are definitely and Mexican foods, my new obsession these days. So it's flavor of the month for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love tacos. Yeah, we yeah, buy so the um, crunchy ones instead of the flour ones. And they are a mess to eat, but they're yeah. so nice. They're so good. And you can kind of use them as crisps as well, like, yeah. like dip into your guac as well. And then you can scoop <laughs> it all up at the end. And you have to make sure you're eating with people that you know really well, because otherwise it's not a pretty sight. <laughs> yeah, not a first date food anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so what is your current favourite place or restaurant to eat at? So I so basically before lockdown, um, I used to live in Dublin and then kind of with coronavirus, I was like, okay, well, it's a good opportunity to save money. So I moved back home with my parents for like the guts of a year. So when I was living in Dublin, there was a restaurant that I used to love like all the time. It was like um, Asian tapas style. So it was all like Ooh. small sharing plates. It was called like the Lucky Tortoise. Uh, and it's so good. Like their um, their kimchi and everything was just so delicious. Um, so yeah, it, that was definitely my favorite in Dublin. Um, pie pizza as well. All their Neapolitan pizzas. They have one. And I've actually, I've bought it a pizza oven since. And I've been like trying to recreate their pizza. But they had like Induya, with, like drizzled with honey. So, so good. So they're my two from Dublin. Um, but obviously now I live like an hour and 30 minutes outside of Dublin. Um, so definitely my favorite restaurant locally would be like the Chili Lounge um, in Cavan. The food and the service is like so good. They're so friendly and like they always throw in loads of freebies every time you go. So 
you order two mains and you come out with a platter of starters as well. So it's a it's a great you get good bang for your buck there. So <laughs> so shout out to the Chili Lounge Cabin. <laughs> they all sound fantastic. Yeah, no, they're really good. You should come to Ireland and test out the food scene in Dublin. It's very good. I should, a hundred percent. I I've always wanted to go to Ireland, so I think I will add that to my list after this whole coronavirus is out oh. of the way. Yeah. I know. Tell me about it. I can't wait to like hop on a plane now next week. I'm like, oh, living for it. <laughs> um, this is a really random thing, but I'm obsessed with this chili honey called it's by a brand Ooh. called Hot Star Honey. And it is so good. I literally put it on everything and it's amazing on halloumi, but it's also really good with chicken. Oh, I mean, it's so good. It is so good. It's um originally made in Norfolk um, in the UK. Um, and I think you can order it online. I um, I get it from the pizza place down the road that I um, occasionally work for. Um, but Oh, nice. Yeah, you should send me the link for it. I would love to check it out. It's so good. Yeah, basically the pizza company, that they've been on the podcast actually. They're called Santinas. Um, they are the official stockists for them so they sell it with their pizzas so oh, i don't amazing. have to order it online i but, never heard of like a pizza honey combo until i went to this pie pizza in dublin and like oh it's so good but like it's spicy so good food. Oh, yeah delicious yeah hot star honey or any spicy honey with endia is so good yeah yeah and you know what's really good dipped in honey like a pecorino cheese so if yes. you get a bit of pecorino and drizzle that in honey divine <laughs> yeah i know what we're doing after this <laughs> <laughs> i know what i'm having for lunch <laughs> yeah okay so what kind of food did you dislike previously and now like most recently definitely olives uh, I used really? to hate them and I was like these are so disgusting um and then I think my boyfriend was like they're just the kind of food that you just need to eat a few times and then you'll really like them and I was like no like that's just gross um but then when I was in Greece now I know like starting off I was setting the bar pretty high there with Greece yeah and like they were just put on the table no matter where you went that I just there was no getting away from the olives so I was just mindlessly eating them even though I didn't like them and now I like I'm eating olives to eat the band like I have two tubs in the fridge <laughs> and I just snack on them all the time so definitely yeah I used to hate olives now I can't be without them I throw them into everything um, I just find they're so good um but actually Fun fact, I used to be a really picky eater, like as in my mom used to have to hide all vegetables or I just wouldn't <laughs> eat anything. So she used to have to like chop things within like an inch of their life. So really, like I've just developed like I just basically like as I got older, I was like I can't be one of these pe- like people that nobody wants to invite over because they won't eat anything. <laughs> so um, I I basically just like taught myself to like vegetables, kind of like I did with olives. Um, but I'm still not overly a fan of like root vegetables. So like yeah, turnips, parsnip, that kind of thing. Like not really into those still. If you were to give me a roast dinner and like they were on the side, like I'd be like, oh no thanks, unless they're like drizzled in honey or something like for Christmas dinner. Yeah. But um, masking the flavor, but in general, but yeah, <laughs> olives definitely. I I hated them, and now I love them. Still haven't come around to the root vegetables, but we'll get there eventually. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. You'll have to give us an update when you finally get around to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and do you like both olives, as in black and green olives, or do you only like one specific? I prefer green olives. 
Yeah. Um, but recently I bought a tub in, I think it was in Super Value. It's like an Irish supermarket. And they didn't have any of the, like the just green, like marinated olives. They only had ones that were the, the black ones mixed in. So I just tried a few of them and they were actually were very good. I would mainly cook with black olives more than green. I don't yeah. know why, but I eating, I pray to eat green olives on their own. Yeah. Great choices. I yeah. I love olives. <laughs> I'm very much the same. I didn't like olives when I was little. Um, but for the last quite a, quite a few years, I've been obsessed with olives. I love them so much. And black olives on pizza. I know we keep talking about oh. pizza, but they're amazing. So. Yeah, especially with like a spicy like salami and then a black olive. Delish. Yeah. <laughs> We've got the same pizza taste. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what is your current favourite vegetable? Quite concerned. Ooh. Oh, God. Current favourite vegetable. Um, I'm really loving anything with truffle these days. So I've been kind of Ooh. making a lot of things with mushrooms, um, which, again, actually, you used to not like mushrooms either. <laughs> but then you, you could say the same, but all vegetables, these hate them all. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, definitely. Like mushrooms, are, they're, they're, yeah, flavour of the month. Um, I, just, I just find they kind of, if you chop them small, they kind of disintegrate into nothing, but they add a nice flavor to the dish. Yeah. Um, especially to like beef up things like even like spaghetti bolognese and stuff like that. So yeah, I've been loving mushrooms, but I feel like peas in general are just my favorite. Like they're just nice and sweet. They're summery. Um, my dad cooks them like cooks them in like vegetable stock with some bacon bits and a bit of onion and a bit of parsley and like they I could have them as a side dish for anything like they're so good so yeah peas overall I would say are my favorite vegetable but at the moment I'm loving mushrooms yeah great choice (laughs) (laughs) okay in your opinion what is the most overrated food uh, yeah, I had to think about this one. Um, I really don't like, and I know I'm going to get so much hate for this. I don't like egg Benedict or like hollandaise sauce. I'm just Do like, not. it's not a bit of me. I'm not really into eggs, if I'm being honest. Like I will eat them. Like I'll eat like scrambled egg or like a crispy fried egg, but I don't enjoy like poached runny egg. Um, so then just throwing extra like sauce on top of that, I'm just not into it. Um, so yeah, have to say I have to a hard pass on the eggs Benedict. I know all the brunch people are going to be turning, <laughs> turning in their graves, and they're like, "What?" But yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> on the other side of that, what do you think is the most underrated food? Well, we've a few Irish delicacies that I feel are like underrated. I um so we have these like cheese and onion crisps. They're like king crisps. Um, and they are so good in a sandwich, like white, like the cheap white bread with loads of butter and like your crisps in there. Sometimes I'll grate a bit of cheese, but a crisp sandwich is like, honestly, like 10 out of 10. So, so good. Um, also rich tea biscuits with a bit of butter. You can't beat that. My granny used to always have them for me. And then people were like, oh, like putting butter on biscuits. And I was like, no, no, you need no, to put butter good. on a rich tea. So, yeah. so good. Yeah. People don't appreciate it enough. The simple things. <laughs> I haven't had a crisp sandwich in ages. And now one. Yeah. <laughs> Cheese and onion all the way. Although sometimes we have these pickled onion crisps as well. And they're kind of like corn crisps. Love them in a hot buttered roll as well. They're very good. <laughs> I can tell these are going to be some fun polls on the stories. <laughs> oh, yeah. like And people that aren't Irish will probably be like, what the hell? <laughs> um, but yeah, Irish people love a crisp sandwich. Yeah. 
Okay, so who is your current favorite chef? Um, at the moment, to be honest, because I'm on Instagram so much, I actually take so much inspo from like other food bloggers as opposed yes. to like a TV chef or whatever. I would say definitely like Jamie Oliver. I know like love him or hate him. I actually love his recipes. I love how he does like bit of this, bit of that. It's not too measured, which is kind of what I like about cooking because I feel like cooking doesn't have to be measured. Like you can kind of fire in as much or as little of something as you want. And most of the time it turns out good. So I love Jamie Oliver. So I'd say overall, he's like my biggest like inspo. Um, I just love his recipes and they're really accessible. Um, But at the moment, I would say there's a guy from Ireland, uh, Guy Sinnott. And he started like doing these like kind of quarantine cook-alongs and he does all these like ultimate comfort food. Like he makes like quadruple cheese, mac and cheese and like cooks loads of things on the barbecue, like lathered in like butter basting. <laughs> Heart attack food, but like, yeah, his stuff is so, so good. So I love taking inspiration from his page and then trying to turn them a little bit healthier because honestly, if I ate like him every day, I would be the size of the house. So I love trying to turn like unhealthy food into something somewhat healthier. So I take loads of inspiration from his page because I honestly, his recipes are so, so good. Like, and they look like restaurant quality. So um, yeah, shout out to Guy Sinnott as well. He's a, he's a really good. Yeah, I'm definitely going to follow him. I hadn't heard of him before, so now that's a new person to add. Like oh, that. yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> okay, so what was the last cookbook or recipe you enjoyed using? So I actually got for Christmas off my Secret Santa in work, and they sent me the Wagamama cookbook. So I've been really loving that. I've been making, like, I made gyozas out of it before, and the firecracker prawn stir fry is so, so good. Um, yeah. And obviously like the katsu. Um, so yeah, I've been really loving that cookbook. Um, yeah, really, really enjoy that. That's kind of the last cookbook I bought. Like, Because again, like I used to be buying cookbooks all the time. And now I just follow so many cool food pages from like smaller, like I suppose like independent people on Instagram that I've kind of shied away I suppose from buying loads of cookbooks because I get so I have so many things saved on my Instagram that I'm like I need to go through these before I buy anymore so so yeah so that's kind of where I'm currently at I'm just in an Instagram zone at the moment (laughs) always a good idea though there are so many people that just create the most interesting recipes and you're like right save 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 I'm gonna make that Yeah, no, I completely agree with you on the Wagamama cookbook too. It's one of my faves. We make the um, yakisoba all the time. (gasps) Yum. Yeah. It's so delicious. And if you haven't tried it from the cookbook, it is so good and so easy. Yeah, no, it's such, it's such an easy meal as well. So good. And the soba noodles. everything you can just like what the only thing with stir fries is you need to have everything chopped and ready to go yeah. it comes together so quickly and I used to like they used to stress me out because I'd be like furiously trying to chop an onion while my place is like going up in flames whereas now I'm like okay the preparation is key for a stir fry you just need to have everything ready to go yeah. and then you'll be eating in 10 minutes <laughs> yeah um, okay so now for the controversial question ready first which is your favorite ring on the hob um not the smallest one I don't like the biggest one because things get hot too quick and then nothing's ready at the same time so definitely the top right or the bottom left 
there my because what my hobbit doesn't go in like sequence so yeah. i have like two yeah so basically not not the big biggest one or the smallest one any of the two middle ones and, I, and i'm good well thank you for that i love that question <laughs> <laughs> unless i'm making something like porridge or like trying to do something like that needs to be like slow and steady then i'll go for the smallest ring but in general i'm like i've no patience and i'm like i don't want it to burn but i i need it done quick <laughs> well, thank you for that no problem okay on to the final meal questions go for it it's your final meal ever you have no boundaries on how much you can eat what will you be having and why so what is your starter or starters of choice well, I have a few starters because I'm more of a savory person than a sweet person. So 100%, um, there was, I used to live in Toronto and there was this bar called Barbuca. It's kind of like a little cute wine bar. And they had a pesto stuffed burrata with like, um, like a toasted like focaccia bread that had like brushed in oil. And like, it was so, so good. So that has to be on there. Like the one specifically from there, like I don't want to make it myself. Like <laughs> I want that one. Um, so that's definitely on the list. And then I just love, and I know it's so basic, but I just love like prawns, pill pill, like the garlic chili prawns that you get in Spain. Um, yeah, delicious. I could like, if they're on a menu, I find it really, really hard to order anything else. Um, and then I also do love a good, I just love anything with cheese. Like give me a camembert and like, let me dip my like breadsticks into a camembert. So yeah, they will be my top three, three starters, I would say. Very strong choices. Love that. Cheese addict. <laughs> and me too. So I fully support that. <laughs> And what drink will you be having with your starters? I'm a Prosecco gal. If there's Prosecco anywhere to be had, I'll be hunting it down. Um, although sometimes I do love an Aperol Spritz to start. So an yeah. Aperol Spritz or a Prosecco. Good choices. Okay, so what are you having with your main or mains of choice? Mains are a little bit more difficult because like, oh... There's so much to choose from. Um, I definitely think, I, as I said, I'm obsessed with like truffle. Um, so I came across, actually again, when I lived in Toronto, there was this really, really nice restaurant. Um, what was it called? Gusto 101. And they did this like Mafaldi pasta and a creamy mushroom truffle sauce. Oh my God, it was divine. So that was what was my favorite uh, truffle dish until I was in Spain last year. Um, we went to this Italian restaurant and there was this like truffle sausage tagliatelle on the menu. And then that blew that one out of the water. <laughs> so I think I'd have to have the truffle sausage tagliatelle. Um, it was just so, so good. Uh, and then I also really love like a really well cooked steak, like medium rare with like some chimichurri uh, and like a salad on the side. Um, yeah, that, they're my two, I would say like if I had to, or, or my dad's biryani that as well I'll have that too yeah <laughs> yeah and for mains I, I would this. probably I'd go with a coke zero I think if I was to have a drink with my mains I just love um I'm not really at, at weddings I find I get too full so when I'm eating so much and drinking so much and then I'm like in a food coma and I'm like this is not enjoyable so I normally yeah. stick to like soft drinks with my meal um my mains so yeah I'll go with a coke zero good plan I always forget to do that <laughs> otherwise I need a nap and then I'm like yeah I know no you mean. This wedding. <laughs> you just feel so full and you're like yeah yeah so I know what you mean um 
Okay, so what are you having for your side or sides of choice? Oh, 100%. Uh, give me all the potatoes. Maybe it's because I'm Irish, but uh, <laughs> potato gratin, like, you know, garlic, cheesy potatoes and cream. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't. Well, if they're on a menu as well, like, even if I'm getting a stir fry, I'll have those as a side. Like, they don't go at all, but they're so, so good. Um, so give me all of them. And then uh, if there's any like truffle fries on the menu or Cajun fries, uh, I'm having them too. Strong choices. Love that. All the spuds. <laughs> how do you feel about Dothanwell potatoes? I do like them. I love them. I like I'm how not, they're so thinly sliced. Yeah. No, like I'm them? not saying, no, no, I'm not saying don't, I'm oh. not saying add them to your meal. I'm just saying, because you picked um, Grafton instead of Dothanwell and I would have picked Dothanwell. So. Oh yeah. Well, maybe I'll stick them on too. Yeah. Go for that. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't <laughs> I, w- I would class you. them. I would class them in the same group as a garlic, a potato gratin, like the garlickiness, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what made they're, they're all part of the one family. Yeah. <laughs> and what drink are you having with your sides? Uh, oh, good glass of wine, a really chilled glass of like Sauvignon Blanc or like Sancerre oh, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great plan. Okay. And um, what will you be having for your pudding or pudding of choice? Pudding. So, like I said, like I always go for the starters over a dessert, but since uh, we have no objections here and there's no limits, uh, definitely like my mom makes an unreal tiramisu. So, I would definitely go for that. Um, yeah, she makes a really good tiramisu. And then I just love, like, I, I, like I'm not really into, like, cakes and puddings and stuff, but I love, um, like, really chunky, like, NY, like, New York-style cookies, like, you know, the really yeah. thick ones. Uh, and they have to be, like, kind of melty in the middle. So I would have, like, one of those maybe with a scoop of, like, vanilla ice cream or something. Um, yeah, that's what I would have, I think, as dessert, that or and tiramisu. Amazing. I mean... This is not really very helpful, but it's a random fact. Tiramisu is my favourite pudding. Oh, I, we're just food twins. <laughs> yeah, it's like my favourite thing ever. And I've on multiple occasions, every time I have it, my grandparents bring up the story of me being the smallest child they've ever witnessed, having a full <laughs> adult-sized portion because I was not sharing. <laughs> yeah, yeah no too good to share I know yeah. when I was small my mom used to instead of dipping the biscuits in chocolate she used to dip them or in coffee she used to dip them in hot chocolate so we used to have kiddies tiramisu and then oh, no. uh, I graduated to the adults tiramisu <laughs> <laughs> and what drink are you having with your puddings Ooh, a post-dinner drink what do I, a cocktail has to be had like I love like um, what cocktails about? oh French 75s I don't know if you've heard mm. of them they're like Prosecco with a tiny bit of gin and a dash of lemon and um, that's a really nice drink uh, or if I want something sweeter uh, I love a bramble a gin bramble uh, they're my my nice uh, cocktails of choice okay well thank you for that and will you be partaking in a cheese board oh of course yeah I, I'm not a fan I love blue cheese dip um, but I'm yeah. not a fan of like eating a big lump of blue cheese. Um, so minus the blue cheese, like I'll be putting anything else on a cracker and it has to have like chutney, um, like all the nice jam, salamis, cheese boards. Yeah, charcuterie yeah. all the way. And will you be having bread or crackers or both? Oh, bread. Bread. And maybe both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I love those like the cars table water crackers because they don't take away too much flavor from like the meat and cheese. Yeah, 
definitely. And um, do you put butter on the cracker before the cheese or no? Uh, not if I'm having the jam, I'll put the jam or chutney on. Yeah. Um, but if I'm having, if I'm not having the chutney, then I'll put it on on the cracker. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Same. Because um, <laughs> I had this conversation with several other foodies. And they think it's strange to put the butter before the cheese because they think it's like double dairy. And I'm like, why wouldn't you want double dairy? Yeah. And it's only a scraping of butter. Like, it's not like you're putting a a wedge of butter. Yeah. (laughs) I agree with you. I agree. (laughs) Um, And what drink are you having to end the whole meal? Ooh. End the whole meal. Yeah, I probably would go back to my Prosecco or like a nice cocktail, like, yeah, a Bramble, a Cosmo as well is a nice one. Um, But yeah, I kind of stick to the same drinks all the time. Like I'm a wine and Prosecco person with the odd cocktail thrown in, not really into like beers or anything like that. Um, So yeah, it'd have to be something based with like wine or Prosecco. Yeah, well, thank you for that. Thank you for telling me your final meal. Oh, no problem happy to partake (laughs) you're making me hungry now I haven't had my lunch yet so (laughs) okay now for biscuit of the week so what biscuits have you been eating this week well right before I came on to this podcast I just had a cookie from um I didn't bake it myself I went to Little, and they have the bakery section in Little, so I had one of those like triple chocolate cookies. Um, oh, so nice. not sure if that's a biscuit. I would say it's a biscuit. It was a ginormous one. It was the size of my hand. Um, so I would rate that a solid like eight out of ten. Only for I bought them yesterday, it wasn't quite as fresh as it would have been if I bought it okay, yesterday. If yeah. I had eaten it yesterday, so that's why it's getting deducted a few points. Um, also this week I had one of those like mini Kit Kats. So I always yeah. bite the end off each end and suck up my tea, like as a straw yeah. and then the center goes all like melty. So like that is a solid, that is my favorite. Like that's a 10 out of 10. Like yeah, <laughs> love, love a Kit Kat. Um, then I had a few, like there was nothing in my home house there a few days ago. So we only had ginger nuts left. And like, I do like them, but like, they're just not an elite biscuit. So I'm going to give that a four out of 10. Well, thank you for that. That's a very good roundup of biscuits. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, a, a good range there. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any local food businesses you would like to give a shout out to? So definitely. Um, I used to like never want to have moved back home like after coronavirus I was like oh no Dublin's for me um and then it just like really changed my perspective on things when I realized like how overpriced like Dublin and everything was and I was like you know what like I could probably have like a better life if I buy a house in Calvin it's only an hour and 20 minutes down the road um and I feel like like it's because of people like me who think that there's like my local area has nothing to offer which is why people are like more afraid to take risks there and open up businesses so there's actually like so many like nice businesses that I definitely want to give a shout out to because I think we need young people to stay in areas like this um because that's the only way that more cool businesses will thrive and grow in the county so definitely we have this really nice kind of it's almost like I don't know if you guys have a VOCA in um in the UK but we have this like coffee shop come like homeware store um so that's like it's a chain of stores but we've opened like a separate one in Cavan that this uh, lady uh started opening it's called chapter one so again it has they have a really nice um 
food like cafe section where they do really nice like stir fries and sandwiches and bagels and things like that but then you can also buy like homeware goods there and like really like artisan Irish produce uh, made locally and stuff so definitely chapter one is one of my favorite shops I'm always in and out of there whether it's picking up something from my house or whether it's going in for a bite to eat I'm actually going to go there this afternoon I think so chapter really? one food and living they're a really really nice business um, and then the chili lounge like I mentioned earlier my favorite Indian restaurant locally they're so friendly and I just really, really hope that they they stick around and they do well because they really deserve it. Um, we only have one nightclub in Cavan and it has one um, gastro pub attached to it. So we've only got one main street in our town. So yeah. The the Imperial Bar and Shades Grill. Um, so Shades Grill is the restaurant attached to the like um night was well, like a nightclub upstairs, which that hasn't been open in about two years now. Um <laughs> coronavirus, but they're a really, really nice gastro pub. They do really good pub grub, like fancy pub grub. Um so yeah, shout out to them as well because we need more places like that uh in Cavan. So yeah, definitely shout out to those three businesses. They sound fantastic. Well, thank you for those. I'll add those to no the problem. list when I eventually get to travel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think you'd be passing through Calvin more than us staying in it. But yeah, definitely, definitely pass through and you, you can stay with me. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so where can people find you? So I mainly operate on Instagram. Um, so I you can check me out on Lara's Bites. Um, so it's L-A-R-A-S dot B-I-T-E-S. Um, so I kind of tend to post two recipes a week um, and then I throw in a reel on how to do something as well normally. So I normally do three posts a week, but two new recipes. Um, and then I also, I am on TikTok, but like I find TikTok so hard. Like some people just like go viral after one post and then I post something that does really well on Instagram and it does crap on yeah. TikTok. So it's really demotivating. I know. <laughs> but I I am on TikTok, but um, I'm not as active as I am on Instagram. So I say Instagram's probably the, the best place people can find me. Um, and then also I have the website and blog, uh, larasbites.com. So all my recipes and anything that I post on my Instagram is like housed permanently there. So it's probably easier to find things like rather than something I posted last June, like it's they're yeah. all on the blog. So you can find all the recipes and everything there as well. And the links to Lara will be in the description box. So if you just scroll down from your podcast playing platform, you will see them straight away. So Thank please you so much. check them out. Um, Thank yes. you. I mean, I say this every time. I am a massive <laughs> fan of your recipes and I think they're so good. From what I've tried, I've never made anything beautiful enough to post it yet. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. My family but... give out stink. <laughs> they're like, we want to eat. And I'm like, I need to get a good picture. And then like, the food's going cold. <laughs> yeah, I do that. Um, so yes, you should check out the recipes as soon as possible because they're amazing. And your Instagram is beautiful. So Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. To <laughs> check it out. All about the lighting. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so, so much for being on the podcast. I've loved having you on for a conversation all about food. Thanks so much for having me. This is my first podcast, so I hope really? it turns out okay for you. Yeah, never, never really? done it like this before. So, yeah, so thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, yeah, thanks so much. Well, it's lovely to chat, and uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast for Series 3. 
Perfect. See you soon. And uh, yeah, literally, we've literally followed each other for like so long. It's so nice to finally like speak to someone that I've like, because I feel like I have so many like friends and stuff on Instagram that I've obviously like never met. So it's really nice to finally um, chat to some real person. So face to face instead of in DMs for once. Yeah. 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 So, so nice to meet you. Yeah. Lovely to meet you. See you in the DMs. (laughs) Yeah. See you later. Bye. Bye. How fabulous was that episode with Lara? I just cannot get over how many amazing suggestions she had and all of her recipes. I mean, I have definitely spoken on stories about her before and on my blog about how great her recipes are, but they are so delicious. I've, as I said in the podcast, I haven't made any that are beautiful enough to put on the feed yet but I will endeavour to do so because the recipes are delicious so absolutely. I really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did recording it. It was so so lovely to speak to Lara basically in person in this day and age because Zoom is basically in person after however many months of being on the DMs. Yes, so that was really lovely. And I really hope you enjoyed all of her final meal favourites because they were just fabulous. I thought so anyway. So both the links to Lara's website and to her Instagram, which is laras.bytes on Instagram is her username, Both of those links will be in the show notes. So wherever you find the show notes on your podcast playing platform, please go and have a look. And if you're more of an Instagram person than a website person like I am, then I definitely recommend her website. It is so easy to use and all her fabulous recipes are on there. I don't know if you noticed, but in this episode, I was actually really ill. Um, I had a cold, but it was also a mixture with having my second COVID Pfizer vaccine. Um, and I was feeling very worse for wear. But I was so grateful that Lara made the time to chat to me about all her favourite foods. Because I really, really loved this episode. Editing this back... I was just smiling. I was like, yeah, this is a lovely one. And I know that I will re-listen to this one. I really hope you can't hear my chair. But if you can, I'm sorry. But I thought I would still give a little chatty outro because you know I love to do that. So welcome to series three of Butcher Baker Podcast Maker. I don't know about you, but I think that was a fabulous episode to start the series off. I as I keep saying, really, really enjoyed it and I hope you did too. So if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and you would like to tell other people about it, uh, please share on social media and tag Butcher Baker Podcast Maker because I love to see when people are listening because it's, it's just really lovely, isn't it? If you want to know more about the podcast, why not? follow Butcher Baker Podcast Maker on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter and TikTok but I haven't posted on TikTok in a while so maybe just Instagram. If you like a chatty story or a food related poll definitely go there because I do them most days. Not a chatty story but definitely a poll. If you would like to hear more Butcher Baker Podcast Maker episodes please subscribe on your podcast playing platform because then you will be 
all lined up and ready for series three because that will now be coming out weekly, which is very exciting. Well, I think it's very exciting. And you can also look back through the archives because we have two other fabulous, if I do say so myself, series of Butcher Baker Podcast Maker to look to look back through, to listen back through. I'm not going to cut that out. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, I recorded this quite a while ago, if you can't already tell. I haven't recorded a voiceover for... Not a voiceover. I haven't recorded an outro in a while, so I'm a bit rusty. Um, but I am so excited for you to hear more episodes in Series 3. I've recorded some, but my schedule's been a bit crazy, so... I will be recording some more in the very near future and I hope that you will be here for the next one. So, bye! series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy from recipe favorites to biscuit chat